Ciao, this is Mondo Marcio. You're now listening to Growing Up Italian Podcast. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? We have another episode of the Growing Up Italian podcast, and we have a very special guest from Italy, Mondo. Hey, man, it's a great pleasure to be here. Great pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. How are you, Mondo? Thank you for taking some time out of your day to sit down and talk with me. My pleasure, really. I want to give a special shout out to Christy Peruzzo for setting us up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody on Clubhouse, we actually had a great discussion in a room a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. She, Christy speaks very highly about you. She's always saying you guys are getting ice cream, this and that. I'm like, wow, you guys must be really good friends. So she told me, I have a great friend, Mondo, who has an amazing project out. You have to speak to him. So, you know, I was right away intrigued. But uh, I want everybody today, if they don't know you, to learn who you are. And people that do know you, to find out a little bit more about you. So right Absolutely. away, like, when, when Christy introduced me to you, I didn't know who you were. I'm not going to lie. Right, right. And we mm-hmm. had a conversation right away. I started digging your catalog. And I'm like, man, this guy's been around for a long time. You know, I, I saw videos from... Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, um, I, I, I started uh, writing and producing music because um so my first song i think i think i did that when i was uh around 14 years old oh wow i started writing lyrics around 12 12 13 and then i you know i had my first uh you know program for the computer the um i think it was fruity loops but you know like because now like people like uh Metro Booming, they have, you know, like the new Fruity Loops, and that's really dope. But the one that I used to do, that I used to use was, was super whack, you know what I'm talking? So I was I was 13 years old, so I think we're talking about around like 2001. It was 2000, 2001, and that's when I started producing and making music, you know, at home, you know, just because I wanted to uh, be like, you know, be, you know, be like the rappers that I love. I started listening to, you know, Tupac and Biggie, you know, the classics. Uh, yeah. Some Eminem, you know, early Eminem. Um, so and 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 then my first album, my first indie album, I did that when I was sixteen. It was two thousand and four, and it was my my first album, and uh, it was called Mondo Marcio, just like my my stage name. name. Yeah, and uh, you know, just like Jay Z said, uh, that album took me sixteen years in the making. Well, yeah, that's why you know you know because you know your first album is exactly you know, the one that takes well, everybody's first album is always the best. Like even Nas. Big mm-hmm. Jay Z, everybody like you know any hip hop artist, their first album, it's the most amount of content they could rap about. Like you're saying, exactly. So you exactly, know, I think that's a very clever about when you're a kid, you know. Yeah, I think that's a very clever observation because you have so much life that you can put into the uh, product that you know. I think like even more people can relate to it because you have so much to say. Um, and then you keep living and you keep evolving and, you know, you keep growing and then you, you know, the type of music that I do, 
it's very autobiographical. So it's like taking, you know, snapshots at, of your at, life, at, at my life, you know, yeah. and then I put that in songs. Yeah. Uh, I've, so I've everybody that's been... listening, Mondo is from Italy. He speaks Italian. <laughs> Perfect. Like you speak Italian probably better than my father. And, you know, you live in Italy. So for Thank everybody you. that doesn't know you, where are you from in Italy? Oh, I'm from Milan. Nice. I'm from, I'm, I'm from Milan. That's in the north. Yeah, I know. That's, I, that's I love here. Milan. But... I, look. You know, I love Milan. Hey, look at this. Look at this. And you love New York. <laughs> well, I actually got this in New York. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I got this in New York. Yeah. So what were some of your, like, early childhood? I mean, we said uh, Tupac, Biggie, like, you listened to their albums growing up. But was there any Italian artist that really inspired you and when you first started? Um, well, actually, here's the thing. Like, my thing... Um, coming up into the uh, Italian hip hop scene, like my thing was that I, I, I was the one with the uh, so-called American sound. And it was not a thing that I wanted to have. It's just something that happened because I, you know, I grew up listening mostly to American hip hop. I can really tell you why, you know, the, the exact reason why. Mm -hmm. I, I think like musically, it just flowed better uh, to me, just to me personally, like, 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 like musically flowed really, really good. Uh, as far as productions and maybe, you know, just the flow, because, you know, like, you know, that the English language is much more um, maybe, you know, fast, just as far yeah, as yeah. like terms and rapping and whatnot. Yeah, as far um, as rapping. But Italians so talk fast and with their hands. <laughs> like me, if someone's, yes, speaking, if someone's speaking a dialect I don't understand and they're speaking fast, like there's words I don't understand, you know? Well, you know, it all, it, you know, it also depends on the, uh, on the dialect, you know, on the, um, on the accent, like, 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 for example, um, rap that's from Naples, that's super dope. And also the, uh, you hear the uh, dialect in those raps, like, Say what? like you hear the dialect when there's like a Napoli Don rapper, like Julia. Oh yeah, yeah, something. definitely, definitely. It's almost like another language, right? Kind of like uh, Nino D'Angelo too, in... like Nino D'Angelo, Mario Mella, like those guys. Yeah, yeah, you're... definitely, definitely. But they're singing, right? They're singing. Exactly. So if you're rapping in Napolitano, that's 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 super dope because it's it, it it flows really well and it flows really good and it's faster and it's catchier. So actually, uh, that's 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 what I used to do when I first started rapping because the fact that Italian, you know, we have the the R, la R, the 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 rose, yeah, we have that. So what I so what I did, especially in my first uh, album with uh, with a major label with EMI. I used to be, I used to basically crush my words, you know, and, and, and make the way that bit? I used to flow. Say what? Are you shoring the words a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Even, you know, like, like, like when you say masticare le parole, when you, you know, when you crush even like a little bit of mumbling, you know, a little bit of that. And I had this way of rapping that sometimes you couldn't even understand it. Like, like not all of the words, but it sounded really, really catchy. You know, sounded welcome, really, really Welcome flowing. to all music in 2021. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I was ahead of the time. Ahead of the time, man. But you're still you're still doing your thing too, man. I love this new project. Before we get into that, I want to talk to you a little bit about um, you know, when I started looking up your your music, because like I said, I Christy introduced me to you, so right away I was like intrigued about your whole story. So I looked back at your work. Shout out to Christy, she's great, man. She's just yeah, great. She's amazing. Shout out to Christy. She's a great person. Shout out to Christy. But um, I looked at one of your videos, dentro a la scatola. Mm -hmm. And I could have told it was filmed in America, right? 
Yeah, yeah, that's Los Angeles, yeah. It was LA, right? Because that's what I want to ask you. And that's like, from what I saw on YouTube, like that was your most viewed song. Um, I, I think one of the most viewed videos, probably, yeah. Because yeah. you have to understand, there was a game changer. Uh, the, the the That whole thing, like, you know, the video and the thing that that song was being played um, um, on heavy rotation on most radio stations here in Italy, that was like a, a, a thing that, that was never heard of before, right? So it was a little bit of a revolution when that happened. Because before Dentro la Scatola, there basically was no money in rap in, in, in Italy. And the fact that Dentro la Scatola worked out so well, it basically opened up a whole new market for Italian hip hop. And, and that for me was basically uh, everybody's win, you know? Everybody's winning right now because we went from being underground, like really underground, you were getting no money if you were doing, you know, hip hop shows back in 2003. You know, they, you know, they just give you like dinner and, you know, few hundred euros or, 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 or whatever. There was no money in hip hop. But after Solo Nuama, after Dentro La Scatola, things changed, things changed. So I, I think that was a really good thing for Italian hip hop, like in 2006. If someone never heard your music before, what would be your three songs you would say, listen to this song right now, if you want to know more about Mondo Marcio? Well, like, I think you should listen to, uh, say what? What three songs like explain who you are? The yeah, yeah. Well, I think you should listen to. Um, uh, I think you should listen to Dentro la Scatola. That's 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 a given. Uh, you should listen to Questo Cuore Questa Stella, mm -hmm. and you should listen to Segui la Stella. Okay. I mean, it's very hard for me to make a top three out of almost twenty years, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. But I, I think that that's even that that could be close to it. That's, that's not even a song from your new project. We're, we're going to get into it in a little bit. Well, 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 you know, my 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 latest project is basically a love letter. It's it's super personal. It's like the whole thing is dedicated six to one person. Right? So, six songs, I believe. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a concept EP. And um, it's 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 like a side project. It's it's uh, it's very different from everything else that I've done before that and uh, I did that out of a place of anger and at the same time out of a place of love so it's very 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 personal and very different from anything else that I've done even, even your artwork you could tell it's super personal yeah. because like you have the bruise on your eye like you know like you got beat up but you know like you're really this really well I got beat up by life actually <laughs> life is tough sometimes man you know yes yes it is actually the uh the uh the cover so the artist that did the uh cover that's mark tannin and uh, and he's in new york by the way he sounds familiar does he do a lot of hip -hop yeah albums? if you check him up uh guys uh who's watching this uh you should check him up check him out it's mark tannin and he's one of my favorite ever painters i think he's incredibly good and by the way, he's been super kind, you know, with me as far as, you know, using the uh, uh, the painting for my cover, because, you know, it's not a given that. So thing is, I bought not that the painting. blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but the thing is that I bought that painting months before I decided to use it as a cover for my oh, album. Okay. Right. So I had that in my house. Right. And, uh, you know, when you buy a painting, you don't own the uh, the rights to the painting you just own the painting like yeah. like the physical thing yeah. right 
and 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 he gave me like a hundred percent. You know, it's yours. You can do what you want with it. Like like he's the sweetest guy ever. That's and awesome. and I love the way he paints. So yeah, Mark Tennant. Shout out to him. Awesome. Shout out to him. So your your EP now, like I love the song Cigarette. And uh, there's a right, song, me too. COVID couple or um, uh, I think it's Corona Love Story. Yeah, Corona Love Story. So yeah. like this, well, your music, what I could really tell right away is that, like you said, it's very personal. And I could tell like you're a guy that you really take your time and write lyrics and dissect lyrics and you, you want right, to right. message across, you know, you're not just like jumping in the booth and doing line by line on the spot. Like I could tell right. you really um, take your time. So how was the whole recording process? Like how long did it take you to finish these songs? Was it a... Uh, um. Well, like I said, this was a very, very particular project, very particular process. I usually take my time, just like you say, um, when I'm doing an album. Usually takes me around like a couple of years to finish the album because I, I do a lot of demos, right? I do a lot of demos and then I choose the best ones. It's usually, I come close to 100 usually and then I, I knock them down to, yeah, yeah, for real. And then I know, I know, I know, because I know a lot of people yeah. in, in the music industry too. and. Like I know a kid with like six hundred songs, and then you know yeah, like, it can get crazy. Yeah. It can get crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and I was talking about it to him the other day actually because I'm like, bro, how do you keep, like, how do you remember all these songs you have? Because I'll give you an example. My friend owns a studio in Queens, and he has a song, like a half of a song, with a really big artist, and then the artist like never finished it, never did anything. So I go to him like, what are you gonna do? He's like nothing like the most you could do is release it on soundcloud whatever but like yeah yeah like these kind of people have so many songs that they don't even know so like is there a way that you like keep all your songs organized or do you work with an engineer that does that for you or um well yeah yeah i try to keep you know i try to keep track of everything i do in the studio you know sometimes things get lost in the process Sometimes, you know, you have, you know, uh, you have some luck, like you find an old demo from even like a couple of years back. And that, you know, sounds like, you know, the hottest, hottest stuff ever. Uh, you know, it's always, you know, it's also some, there, there's some, uh, some percentage of chaos in, in creativity. And I think that's good. You know, you have to let things, you know, come to you and let things happen sometimes. But I'm, but I'm, but I'm usually kind of pristine in the studio. I try to be uh, as, 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 you know, as careful as possible. I'm very hands-on in the process, right? So, you know, I like to keep track, definitely. But the thing about me is that I stay creating. It's like, like a necessity for me. So I do that almost every day. So I keep coming up with new material, even if it's not like a finished song, even if it's not, you, you know, hook something that's ready for the album. I'm sorry? Like you'll be in the studio and do a hook or a verse and... Yeah, 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 exactly. Like I'm making a beat or I'm making a chorus on that beat, you know, I'm doing something and then I just, you know, I just, and, and then I just keep it and then I take it out like a month later or whatnot. You're saying you produce also, so do you rap on your own beats too? Yeah, 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 a lot. I do that a lot. I do it a lot. Um, actually, yeah. I, I, I started collaborating with producers a lot when I started coming back and forth, you know, from Milan to New York. I started doing that in, uh, in 2014. Um. I think because I needed, I mean, I needed to get out of the country, but you know, the thing about New York is that 
it, 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 it just it just had and it has this pull with me you know it just keeps me you know motivated you know keeps me curious and so I started you know coming back and forth and then it was usually I used to do New York Miami and Los Angeles and then it was and you know then that's it was back good. to New York and then back home that's yeah. a peninsula right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> the golden triangle yes <laughs> but uh so um, you told me in 2007 that you were in Williamsburg for like three months. That's yeah, that was my first time in New York. Yeah. And now, I mean, I don't know the last time you've been in New York, but Williamsburg, because I was born in 1990 and I grew up in Williamsburg till and I like moved out two years ago, but I'm still here every day and I see it. But uh, like Williamsburg now is like such a like when you talk about creativity and artists like. Yeah. probably the capital of all of Brooklyn, you know, like all of yeah. New York City talks about Williamsburg being that like creative space where artists come, but especially in 2007, because it was so much cheaper. So, yeah, bad, bad. Um, well, the thing is that, like, as you remember, uh, 2007, Williamsburg was not, you know, the Williamsburg that obviously it no. is right now. It was, it, it was not as clean. No. It was not as gentrified i would say yeah and so i mean i had a hard time like the first time that i that i got to new york city um because number one my english was not as good as it is today number two i didn't have any apps to navigate the city so that was a real bitch for me you know not knowing the language and everything yeah, else there's no google google maps then on your not phone. at all not at all it was just stopping random people and and asking them yeah. with an Italian accent and people look at you super weird and like, you know, um, and also I was 20. I was 20. So I couldn't get into any bars, into any clubs and, you know, just make friends and such. So it was, you know, it was a hard time. And, and when I got back home after those, those three months, I felt like I was defeated in a way, you know, because I've dreamt, you know, I, I've dreamt for so long to come to the city and just, you know, you know, the so-called make it happen or whatever. Yeah. And then I got back and I, and I was like, you know, I didn't do nothing of that, you know? So it just stayed with me for a few years. So then when I got back to New York city in 2014, it was, it was just great. Cause the city had changed a bit. My English had improved. I could navigate the city kind of easily now. And, and I started making connections, you know, I started creating actually those type of, that type of network that I wanted to create back in 2007. So that was my, you know, like, like, like for me, that was just my personal comeback, you know, like, like my personal it's all about like, experiences, you know, vengeance, you know, yeah. It's all about experience. So you came back stronger, but you learned yeah, exactly. the first time. I actually performed in New York uh, in 2016, I want to say really? 2016. I actually had a show at uh, club love. Club Love. Yeah, it's the one that after midnight, it becomes Club Lust. <laughs> oh, the strip club. <laughs> yeah. The strip club. I heard of it. I've never been there. I've heard of it. I, I, I think it's Brooklyn. I'm not sure. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like... Um, South. It's South. Other, yeah, it's other side of Brooklyn. But that yeah, place South. is very known for getting big... Um, I don't know if it's around anymore, but I know it's... Uh, Something get, happened with 50. I don't remember what. Yeah, 50 Cent did a big party there something happened with 50 because he went to a club love or lust you know it depends you know if it was before or after midnight 
which is kind of funny to me, actually. But um, <laughs> first yeah, you love and then you lust, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Precisely. Um, so, yeah, something happened with 50. I think they, they, they shut it off after that. Yeah, that's I, what I don't I know what. But um, now, now the thing about that was was that I, I I did one song, I did one track, and the whole thing was in English because you know before the whole Corona thing, I was I was thinking about actually moving to New York and do my own uh, and 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 do the crossover, you know, do the uh, do an album that's all wrapped in English, you know, all all English language. Right? I think you could do um, that, man. Because I did some. Want to do that? Well, that's been a dream of mine since when I was uh, a kid, you know? So it would be something that I would do for me. And even if, you know, just one song goes through, you know, to the American public, I think that could be a great thing for yeah, us. Yeah, I would love that. You know? Yeah, that would be amazing. You know? Plus, love- you, know, what I, you know what I was doing? I was mixing a little bit of English with a little bit of, of, of Italian, you yeah. know? You know, saying stuff like, uh, you know... Um, uh, like the older I grow, the better I am. Just like with Vino, you know, yeah. those type of things, you know, like matching yeah. words. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that, bro. Honestly, if you do that, I would love to to push that for you. You know, like I'm sure our followers would love that too. Just like they're gonna appreciate you know, that. Thank this, you. This album that we're we're here to talk about the my beautiful my beautiful my beautiful bloody breakup. Yeah. Right? So yeah. for everybody that that wants to learn more about this album. Aren't you doing something with uh, all the proceeds too? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So we're given 100% of the uh, merchandise and uh, 100% of my two collaborations. I collaborated with uh, Chocolate Italiani, which is a, a chocolate brand. And uh, I have my own wine in Italy that's called Angeli Demoni. means uh, angels and demons, just like the movie. So 100% of the proceeds from Chocolate Italiani and Angeli Demoni and my merchandise go to this um uh this 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 uh this 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 structure this this brand that is called la strada.it so they basically help uh young kids that are in trouble in the city of milan and 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 they give them and they give them a house and they give them help you know it's uh it's um um for uh beneficenza how do you say beneficenza in uh in english like uh for beneficiaries like um um, the fundraiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When fundraiser. Um, yeah, it's basically you know for, for for kids that come from broken homes yeah. and have trouble with the law, so we help them out. They help them out, and I'm just giving you know all my proceeds you know to this to uh, La Strada So if you want to check it out on on Instagram, it's La Strada So yeah, um, we'll actually we'll actually put that in the description here too. So anybody that's interested could could check it out. But yeah, man, you're very you're very like you're a very rare artist to see like an Italian artist making Italian music, but speaks really good English and wants to make English music also. Man, like I really like that idea a lot for you. I appreciate that, man. I think it's been my uh, it's it's you know to 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 quote Jay Z again, it's been my gift and my curse, you know. Because being a little bit of um, different from the average rapper, I would say, made me very easily recognizable, right? Mm-hmm. You know, created, you know, like, had me standing out, you know, from the competition. At the same time, I don't, 
I don't always match with what the uh, mainstream public wants, you know, because of this, because I don't, I don't like to fit in, you know, just generally in, in life and in music and my business, you know, I rather stand out. So that's been my gift and my curse throughout my, my, my career. Just being, your, I being have true to, say, to yourself, but you're being true to yourself though. Like yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. who you're supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? So that's like, that's what I really respect because there's a lot of people in this world that'll just do what the next person's doing just because they see it's trendy where you're like making your own lane. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and I've been doing, doing that. doing what yeah. you want to do from the heart. So it, it yes. means more. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So yeah, that like that's how I like to do it. That's how I've been, you know, that's how I wanted to do it from the start. And I think it, it, it has kept me uh, very... Uh, a very uh, trustful fan base. Like my fan base is very present at all times. Like almost no matter what I drop, they are there to listen, and 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 that's and that's a great gift for me. Um, so yeah, and honestly, man, I I I can't wait to go back on tour. Like I I I really can't wait. Like like if that's just one thing that I miss a lot. It's you know it's touring. It's you know it's the shows because you know you can't work throughout the pandemic. If you're lucky enough, you know, to have a studio like I have, you know, if you have the resources. But what I'm really missing, it's it's you know, you know, like the 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 human touch, you know, like yeah. you know, like you know, human to, interaction. You know, to be able to share things. So what? Human interaction. Yeah, human interaction. Exactly. That's why Clubhouse is so popular right now because right, right. people like just miss like interacting with other people and you know hearing their yes. ideas, their opinions. You know, so that's why, yeah, exactly. especially in Italy, Italians love Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like, I'm not like, I'm not too much the, uh, like, you know, like the nerdy type, you know, like the technological guy. So I'm not too big on apps in general, like uh -huh. not even Instagram. I don't do stories all the time. Uh -huh. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's something good to get through the pandemic. You know, if you want to, you know, if you want to get to know new people, I think, you know, whatever, whatever gets you through it, you know, you know, yeah, man. works. I heard Italy's like in a lockdown again, right? Is that true? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we yeah we back to red zone again. Oh my god, bro, that's crazy. But I think yeah, I think we're gonna yeah, I think we're gonna be okay. I think we gotta you know we gotta wait a couple of months. You know we just gotta you know wait to uh, May June because they already started you know vaccinating people. They're doing the vaccines right now, so I think we get to May June. Uh, they're gonna open up again because you know summer comes, you know temperature rises. And well, I want to, I want to come to Italy this summer, bro. So like, you should, you I, should. It better open you up. I want to come. I, you know, I got you. I got you. You should come. Yeah, I, I, um, I've been to Italy like thirty times. Oh wow, wow, yeah. nice. I, I've been to Milan well, yeah. once though, but I have family in Milan. So next time I come, I'll definitely let you know. And next time you come to New York, you gotta let us know. Uh, yeah, big time, big time. That's 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 for sure. That's for sure. And um, so I was born in Milan, mm -hmm. but um, um, I I have my great great grandfather. He's from Villafranca in Puglia. Okay. And that is and that's in the south. My grandfather, he's from uh, Vairano Patenora. Where's that? Which is which is kind of close to uh, Salerno. That's where I'm from, for Salerno. There you go. Campania. Oh, where? Yeah. Yeah, Campania. We're paisans, bro. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> my Rano Patenora. Rano Patenora. And uh, my, my father, 
my father, he's uh, he's from Livorno, and that's in Tuscany. Yeah, yeah, that's up north, right? That's a little bit, yeah, that's a little bit up north from uh, Campania. And then my mom, she was born in uh, in uh, Milan, uh, Provincia di Milano, anyway, close to Milan, yeah. yeah so, yeah, little, I'm kind of mixed. Got of, you got a little bit of every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I did the, uh, you know, I did the, uh, the the swap thing, you know, with the, with the saliva thing. And, you know, I did the oh, test. Your, uh, your DNA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The DNA thing. So I'm 91% Italian and um, 1% from the Americas. I don't know if it's, um, you know, north or south. I don't know. That, that's from all your time. I have 1% Yankee blood in me. Who knows? That was, that, that was uh, from all the months you spent in Brooklyn. And Probably. Probably. Yeah. I got that in me. Yeah. That's great, bro. But yeah, listen, man, uh, thank you so much for your time. No, thank you. Everybody enjoys this. I'm just going to end this call, um, stop recording, and then I'm going to ask you for one thing. So thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to follow Mondo on Instagram, Clubhouse, every day. And check out, check out his album out now. Right. Thank you, brother. Thank oh, you, guys. Wow.